Welcome to What's Up in Jeju, where I visit places around the island and talk about what's happening with Hashtag Daily K's host, Peter Bint. Today's destination, yes. where are we going? I see it says Route 330. Yes. What's that? Okay, so today we'll be getting into the, the science and technology sector in Jeju by delving a bit deeper into the JDC Jeju Science Park. Uh, we've touched on it a bit okay. before, but in today's episode, we'll take a look at one of the programs that JDC offers at the science park called the Route 330 program. Okay, it's not an actual road like yeah. Route 66 or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Yeah, so in a nutshell, Route 330 is a support program for startup companies in the IT and BT sectors. I didn't know what BT meant, but it's biotechnology information Uh technology and then biotechnology so businesses startup uh, businesses that need help either in the initial like the very very uh, beginning portions of development or they're more a little bit more established but they need help scaling up so to get more Mm. information on the program jdc set up an interview for me with one of the people in charge mr e hyung-sup he is the deputy manager of the industry development department who kind of um oversees the the program and to begin, Mr. Lee said it's important to first understand what the Jeju Science Park is. Uh, I'm going to let him explain it a little bit first, and then we'll get into the details. All right, here's his interview clip. So focusing in on why it was created in Mm. the first place and what it kind of aims to do. Right, right. So historically, a lot of the stuff that happens in Jeju is nature-related for for tourists and uh, Mm -hmm. economically, or it's like uh, fishing-related. So what the government here decided to do was to kind of... um, create like a science a resort science park uh where the goal was to like make a more diverse industrial base in Jeju and to boost the island's economy basically by providing mm. businesses in the fields of IT and BT with education and different sort of research tools and resources um as well as supporting startup companies and this the Jeju Science Park does belong to JDC and it's a huge massive resort science park located in Jeju City on about 1.1 million square meters of land so it's really really big um, and there's wow, we got a photo yeah. right Angel we'll put that on the screen now all oh, right yep that Ooh. is the science oh, that's park cool. that's a aerial an aerial view of it I don't think that's like the actual uh, real life photo I think it's an artist rendition 
but you can kind of uh-huh. yeah get get an idea of what it looks like. So there's a heavy focus here on eco-friendly industries. Um, and they're particularly focusing on electric self-driving vehicles, which I thought was pretty cool. And it may have something to do Ooh. with Jeju's goal of becoming carbon-free by 2030. Again, that's really, really close. I don't mm. know how how close we you are to actually attaining <laughs> fingers that. Fingers crossed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really, fingers <laughs> crossed. But the, it also emphasizes like mentoring and training programs, not just for ventures and uh, startups, but also like career consulting for young people. And not just young people in Jeju, mm. but like globally. So they, they welcome people from all over the world to come and to check it out and to see if there's any job opportunities here. It also welcomes larger and more established companies to open branches there by providing various benefits. I'm not sure what the benefits are, but I'm assuming they're pretty good because one of the most visible companies, yeah. if you go there, um, you can see it right off the bat because they have a huge statue in the front. And it's one that many of us in mm-hmm. Korea use on a daily basis, the Kaka Corp, uh, which has offices oh. there as well. And it has a really big merchandise store that's become quite the popular tourist attraction. So that's pretty cool. Well, at the at the tourist uh, mm-hmm. the business resort place here? Yeah, the science park. Yeah. Oh, wow. They've got a store on mm-hmm. the science park as well. So regular folk can just visit as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's open to the public. There's like a, an apartment complex there. Um, there's... Uh, it's not hugely developed, so there are some restaurants and some uh-huh. um, cafes, but not not too much. Oh, I thought it was like mainly for the companies themselves, but also people can live on site and then, mm-hmm. you know, they're selling goods and things like that. That's pretty cool. Uh, Route 330, which is the, the real crux of today, mm-hmm. what is this talking about? So w- what is Route 330? It's basically just a huge incentive program for uh, for startup companies. Um, before we get mm. into all the like the the little details there, I do want to let you listen to Mr. Lee briefly discussing how and when the program got started. All right, here's our second clip. 아무래도 일반 뭐 중소기업보다는 뭐 워낙 스타트업 이런 이제 기업들이 조금 더뭐 창의적이고 이런 혁신적인 뭐 마인드를 갖고 또 뭔가 융, 융합할 수 있는 그런 기술력을 보유하고 계시니까. 아, 그러면 이제 우리가 이 단지 안에서 일반 기업들도 있지만 어, 그런 스타트업들을 이제 유입을 시켜서 단지를 좀더 활성화시키고 좀더 이제 도내 사회를 변화시키는 어, 새로운 부가가치를 만들 수 있는 그런 역할들을 해보자 라고 해서 제주혁신성장센터를 만들었고 루트 상장공은 저희 제주혁신성장센터 이제 브랜드거든요 그 루트가 뭐 도로 여정 이제 의미도 있지만 뭐 뿌리라는 의미도 있잖아요 그래서 저희가 두 가지 의미를 준용해서 어, 그런 혁신의 길 그리고 이제 이런 새, 새로운 그 제주도 사회를 변화시킬 수 있는 이런 이제 창업 혁신 창업의 길은 루트 삼성공에서 뿌리 내려져서 발현된다 발현되자. 아하, uh-huh. he's using root with its like hangul rute, mm-hmm. so it could be root r o u t e mm-hmm. or r o o t. Yes. that's clever. Yeah, <laughs> clever. Wow. So the name root three thirty three thirty is actually the street number of the building, uh, and but then in okay. front of it, they added the word root. So what he's saying, and it does have a double meaning, root, like R-O-U-T. The first is obvious, meaning road or path. Mm-hmm. So the program is designed to help companies find their way uh, and be trailblazers in their fields. But also the second is a play off the word R-O-O-T, meaning 
root, like tree roots or plant roots. Uh, the goal is to help companies mm-hmm. lay down deep roots and become solid and secure. Um, so that's what he was saying wow. there. Yeah. Uh, so he get- sold me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a great pitch. Um, but getting into a bit yeah. of how Route 330 got started and what it is. It was founded in 2019, so not too long ago. They've so far had four complete rounds because each round is one year. Uh, and they they mm-hmm. founded it in at the end of 2019. So 2020 was the first time, uh, like the first complete round that they did. They just mm. finished selecting the fifth round of applicants just recently. Um, it is an exclusive incentive program, which means there's a rigorous selection process. You do have uh-huh. the option to reapply every year, though, so that that is good. If you get selected, okay. you're eligible not just for funds. They do they do give you money, which is great, but you also have access yeah. to all sorts of other great resources, which we'll get into into later. But the selection process. Oh, nice. First off, not just anyone with a great idea can apply, um, which would be really nice if they did, but. They, they do not. <laughs> you must have a okay. registered business in the IT or BT sector. It doesn't matter if you're making money or not yet, uh, but you do have okay. to be registered. Um, and it must target Jeju in some way. So it can be a business that started elsewhere. You have headquarters somewhere else, but mm-hmm. you want to expand into the Jeju market. So you want to open offices here too. That's okay. Um, uh, yeah. And so, okay. yeah, Mr. Lee says they've had businesses from the mainland successfully apply and complete the program. Um, yeah. So once you're accepted into the program, you'll be placed into uh, one of two tracks. The first is for baby startups. These businesses are typically ones that have a great idea and then they began a business and mm. really need help getting it up and moving. And then the second track is for businesses that have somewhat of a proven track record and are ready for that next step to scale up. Nice. Are there any examples? Did you see any businesses while you were there in the program? I really wanted to. I really wanted to talk to and to interview some of the uh, business owners or the entrepreneurs. But the thing is they had the the last year's round ended and they just completed uh, mm. select the selection process. And so the orientation ah, for the okay. for the next round hadn't started yet. So it was completely empty. I was so bummed. Uh, oh, yeah, wow. They yeah. completely like clear it out and then yeah, get yeah. new people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But I did take a look at some of the uh, business models that went through the the program uh and you know it's like Uh it and bt so the obvious ones are like smart farms smart farms i think is just so cool it's just so cool um but animation and app companies there are digital content companies etc etc but some of what i found were really quite interesting because you know i'm thinking in the science park it's in the it and bt sectors so we're thinking about these things right like like social media mm. or digital content and yeah. whatnot. But there was a skincare company. One of the companies I saw was a skincare company, and they used advanced beauty tech to keep track of your skin, so their client's skin and how it's changing, and then they wow. offer you personalized solutions to that. Yeah, I that's thought that was cool. Re- I that, would totally do that. What a great idea. Yeah, I thought so too. I think there's a huge market for that. I'm sure, yeah, smartphone technology could do that, right? Like Mm. analyze your face from home with the camera Mm -hmm. and see where you need some help and and advise maybe on tones and all sorts of things. Yeah, 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 totally. And then another one that I saw um, that I could relate to as well was they use uh, tech and data. I don't know how they use tech and data, but they do. It's targeting moms 
who have a hard time uh, coming up with meals for their kids. So it's like curated meal plans for their for their children. Uh, maybe the tech is sending you a message. Uh, to tell you what to cook your kids. There we go. There's some tech. The data from the internet may be just a recipe that they've pulled off the internet. Maybe, I'm maybe. sure it's more technical than that, of course. Yeah. Um, but that is a real head scratcher, not just for parents, but yeah. I think people in general, like you want to cook something at home, but you just don't know what you want to cook that day. That would be a real like weight off people's shoulders, I think. I think so too. And especially if you or your kids uh, are picky eaters, Right. And there are things that maybe mm. they can't eat because of allergies or maybe they have preferences for certain types of food, but you still want to give them a balanced yeah. meal. I would totally be into that um, because my second is really picky there. He's just mm. textures and flavors. He's just picky about it all. So if we can get yeah. like a like a more nutritious <laughs> meal for him. Yeah, I would be down for that for sure. Yeah, if you like checked all the ingredients that he doesn't like, mm -hmm. and then it came up with a delicious recipe with yeah. other healthy alternatives. My second is the same angel. Mm -hmm. I think we should just ship them off to boot camp <laughs> and they need to learn their lesson. If they don't eat that, they're going to starve. Um, what are we going to talk about more then to do with this program? So I wanted to get into the benefits. What kind of resources do you get access to once you're accepted into the program? And the program is really quite competitive. Mm. I believe this last round they had, they had um, over, I think it was like about 150 applicants and only about 30 wow. or so companies were ex accepted into the program. So I'm assuming the Goodness. word has got around that it's a pretty good program. And Mr. Lee tells us mm. of just a few of the ways the program uh, does assist these companies. I have a video on that. All right, here it is. Well, 초기 기업들도 있다 보니까 공통적으로 이제 뭐 창업 대표자들이 대표님들이 알아야 되는 뭐 기본적인 뭐 기업과 정신부터 해서 그런 기본적인 뭐 베이스를 깔아주는 교육부터 시작을 해서 진행을 하는데 그거 외에도 저희가 이제 기업별로 초기에 어 진단이라고 표현을 하는데 그래서 미스크에서 컨설턴트들이 그각 기업별로 이제 인터뷰나 여러 가지 진단을 통해서 이 기업들이 어떤 게 지금 당장 필요하고 어떤 것들을 수행해야 좀더 이제 이렇게 성장할 수 있는지 뭐 그렇게 제 기업 진단에 따라서 그런 모듈이 지금 진행이 될 예정이고요. 그거 외에도 저희가 뭐 매월 한 번씩 도내 지역 제주 지역 내 창업 생태계나 아니면 뭐 도민 사회라든지 그리고 최근에는 ESG라는 키워드도 되게 화두잖아요. 뭐 기업에게도 적용이 되지만 일반 시민들에게도 적용이 되는 부분이거든요. 그래서 이런 키워드를 중심으로 뭔가 세미나나 강연을 한다든지 이런 것들도 매월 진행을 하고 있고요. Oh, that sounds like a lot of help. Yeah, a whole bunch of assistance for these uh, companies. So once you're accepted into the program, you get started off with a boot camp, which is the, the orientation portion. And it goes over all the foundational uh -huh. knowledge for startups. And it doesn't matter where you are in the development of your business. This is the mandatory portion of it. But after mm -hmm. the boot camp portion orientation, uh, your everything else is personalized and tailored to your company. You're offered free office space in the building. Um, and not only that, but you share the office space with your uh, with your peers, the other the other companies in the program. But also there are two okay. major collaborators of the Route 330 program, which are MISC. Uh, and then KAIST. So this, okay. I think, is one of the most noteworthy benefits. It is the ability to have access to 
to these uh, companies. MISC is a social company mm. uh, whose goal is to help businesses with creating sustainable social innovations. And then KAIST is, of course, the Korea Advanced Institute of Science and, Te- and Technology, obviously a major player in yeah. the sector. Um, so you have free access. They have a huge name. Yeah, huge. You have free access to them for as long as you're in the program. They have offices right next door. So you they give you like one-on-one consultations. They mentor you. Um, they hold regular workshops and seminars as everything is advancing. Obviously in tech, there's a lot of advancement a lot of the time. Um, and then you also wow. have a community of other startup entrepreneurs to connect with and then talk to each other and you're bouncing ideas off of each other. So th- it's all really cool. Yeah, I- I went to like a similar space in London a few years back when mm. I was still living there actually that incubates all these startups and one of the pluses was that you can often see many companies in the same space like even sharing desks which mm-hmm. are maybe not designated to one person they're kind of flexi desks and stuff uh-huh. and so you just bounce off ideas right. from one another even if you're not in the same company right and that can be really like innovative and inspirational yes. On the other side, like if you're a bit more conservative and you want your own space, it can be a little bit intimidating and like, I just want to be quiet by myself. Thank you very much. Those spaces were really hard to find. But I think it's like all along the latest trends. That's really forward thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So I do have a picture if you want to take a look. Um, They do give you your private office space just for your company. In the picture, uh, the top right picture is an example of uh, private office space that you get that they lease out to you for free. And then the bottom left is one of like their conference rooms. They have several of of both um, all across the uh, the the building. And then the image looks really fancy. Yeah, it's all really nice. To, wow. They did a really good job. It looks really pretty. Yeah. Um, and then the picture, conference room also looks like I don't mm-hmm. know. You've got benches on the side and stuff yep. for people to sit there. Yeah, all yeah. Look cool, not in a really bog standard way with the nice wood finish. Yes. Uh, and then I'm more interested in image four. Yeah. So that's one of the. They have two. Uh, they have two cafes and lounge areas. This is one of them, and it's just so <sighs> nicely done. The lights, they it reflects off the the ground because the ground is polished material, and so it just the whole yeah. room looks like it's starlit. It's really really pretty. Wow, it looks like a bar on the left hand mm-hmm. side of like a real nice hotel or something. Yeah. I don't think they'll be encouraging day drinking too much, right? <laughs> yeah, but it no. looks amazing. Yeah, it's not a bar. It's a cafe. So it's like a self serve cafe. Uh-huh. They have coffee machines, espresso machines all set up you can serve yourself there um so these these are like uh kind of like the public meetup areas you can hold um, Mm. meetings there too um and then they also have relaxation rooms with massage chairs and bean bags i thought that was a nice touch uh oh one of the things one of the things that (laughs) thongs one of the things that i (laughs) i saw i thought was really really cute they have soundproof phone booths so if you have a private call Ooh. that you don't you want to keep intimate then there's like these little phone yeah. booths that you go into that was really cute ah uh, i have seen that in some fancy offices which is a good idea because no matter how you know you close a door to a meeting room you can still hear the conversation but those ones that are really soundproof it's like the old school phone booth yeah but with yeah. your own mobile phone right there's not yeah. a landline or anything you're talking on that's amazing i like that Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also did ask Mr. Lee what kind of companies he recommends for the program. So if there 
there's any listener out there who's maybe interested in applying for the program, uh, he was honest with me. He said mm. one of the biggest obstacles he found companies had to deal with is the location because you have to have offices mm. there in the building in Jeju. Yeah. It's not too far from the city, maybe like a 15-minute car ride, but the entire area is not yet largely developed. So if you're coming from okay. anywhere that's not Jeju City Center, it may be quite a drive but if the location isn't an issue he recommends companies that have a great idea have plans to target the Jeju market and they just need that extra boost to help kickstart it or to scale it um, he says that mm -hmm. there are many programs in Jeju that are similar to this uh, route 330 but one of the differentiating factors is that um, JDC's organization is so widespread right so if they find that your business model can be be beneficial to them in one of their ventures mm. they're willing to offer deals and he says that's actually happened he said right now they contracted oh. with one of the companies that went through the program and they're using their tech and their duty-free shops so there you go oh that's a good incentive mm -hmm. isn't it it could yeah. be your potential client in the future yeah fabulous angel What's Up in Jeju is supported by JDC, which is creating a free international city that resembles nature, embraces the future, and reaches the world. Arirang Radio.